Shall we begin? Let's begin now. All right, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. Today, I have a special guest. He is well-versed in e-commerce, a subject that I am not very well-versed at. He's also versed in AI. Uh, I'd like to introduce everybody to uh, Maruti. How are you doing today? Doing great, Frank. How are you? I am good. Listen, so I'm happy you're on the show because this is one of the subjects that I've been dying to have an expert on and talk about, which is e-commerce. So if people don't understand what e-commerce is, can you please give them the definition of it? Absolutely. Uh, so everybody knows about, you know, retail stores and, and mom and pop stores, right? Uh, e-commerce is the digital version of that where you are selling goods to people via your online store. So you set up your own website, people can go there, add items to their cart digitally and check out, make the payment and items are delivered to their house. So there's a lot of different options when it comes to e-commerce, correct? So you have different avenues that you can go to. The most popular ones are like Shopify. You have uh, Amazon FBO. Uh, you can have your own website. So for you, what have you found to be the best route to go for your online business? So um, my business as such is a software which is used by e-commerce stores. And the most e-commerce businesses that we work with are using Shopify. Mm -hmm. So as you mentioned, uh, Amazon FBA is an, is, is an option for them. Uh, being on Amazon definitely is, is a big venue. Shopify is probably the fastest growing uh, e-commerce platform. So Shopify provides you means to quickly put together your website and showcase your products and they will help you set up the payments and everything in place. So you you'll quickly have your business up and running and you can start selling stuff. So the software you actually, did you actually create, help create the software that's being used in these big e-commerce businesses? Uh, so the shop, the software that I created is used by big Shopify stores mm -hmm. to help grow their revenue. And how, how does that work? So, the core of the software that I've built uh, is focused on improving customer retention uh, uh, for uh, Shopify stores. So, you know, if you want to bring in new customers to your store, typically you go about running paid apps. But now the next level of challenge is how do you keep your customers and how do you bring them back to your store to keep selling them and improve their lifetime value? And that's where my software comes in the picture. And I think a lot of that, I think that's the biggest pain point for a lot of uh, business owners is retention. It's keeping those customers to keep coming back over and over again to continue buying products for them. So I think your, your service and your software that, I mean, it's a big help to these, these up and coming businesses. Um, for you, how long have you been in this industry? So, uh, over 10 years, uh, specifically, I mean, my dad owned a, a store, actually. So I kind of have been seeing this space since I was a kid. Uh, but more so, I've been following Shopify past couple of years. And I really decided to, you know, jump the, uh, the bandwagon and, and get on building a software for Shopify store. Uh, almost, you know, 
15 months back. So do you, when you build this software, do you take the algorithm into account as well for that? Yeah, so we build algorithms uh, which do the job of, you know, understanding customer data of each store and then personalizing the retention strategy for each store. And you know what? I think a, a lot of these places that use the algorithm, I think some if there's some frustration from some people about algorithms and how they work. Because, you know, like if I'm on social media platform and, you know, the algorithm is set for one thing, you know, they either it pushes you forward or it keeps you back. So how do you find that equal balance for the customer with the algorithm? That's a great question. So uh, let me elaborate that on a little bit. So what you're talking about is algorithms typically used by Facebook or Twitter or, or Google, right? And the key difference is you don't pay them, right? You don't, you're not paying anything monthly or, or you know any annual subscription to either of these platforms. When you're not paying them, then uh, you are the product they are using. So they are using your data to make money out of you, but you're not explicitly paying them. So that by nature of that, they have a tighter control over your data and they choose how they use your data, how, where they showcase your data, uh, when and how many times, right? Now the key difference is we are a paid software. People pay monthly or annual subscription to use us. So they pretty much have all the control. So our software creates personalized marketing campaigns, which they can send to their shoppers, but they have the complete control to send or not to send, send it as many times as they want or, or change anything they want. So typically with the software, are you updating this stuff every month? Is there a new, uh, you know, cause sometimes there's bugs that need to get worked out, but do you update the software every so often? Is there new new things that you add to that software to be uploaded into the system? Absolutely. So we it, it's it's a web app. So uh, we need not you know upload it really uh, on people's system, but people can access this, access it through our, our website or dashboard. And we keep building new stuff. We keep collecting feedback from our customers, uh, and you know. Whatever they ask, uh, if it makes sense, we go ahead and build it. So typically, how long does it take to build one of these programs? How, how long does it take from, from conception to development to launching? That's very difficult to answer because it really depends on the feature. I mean, if it's a minor feature, we might be just able to do it in an hour and release it. Uh, if it's a big feature, it might take a month or two or maybe even more than that. So, I mean, there are some algorithms that took us over two quarters to build, you know, over six wow. months. And some stuff we can build over a weekend. Really? It, it really depends on, you know, nature of uh, what we are building. See, so for me, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a computer person. So, like, all I see is ones and zeros. I don't see, you know what I mean? And I know there's a lot more than, than ones and zeros when it comes to that. But that's all I see. I typically, like, my, my wife is in... She's in school right now for computer science. So she'll show me all these, all these codes that she's working on. And it just looks like gibberish to me, but she understands what <laughs> she understands what they're saying. And there's all these different languages. I find it amazing that you guys can speak in different uh, computer languages to be able to put a lot of these programs together. I mean, it's a skill not everybody has. 
And I think it's something that you can, you know, that people need to learn because we're, we're headed, we're actually there now. We're more technology-based than anything else. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, to add to your point, you, uh, you know, everybody can learn if, if, you know, if they put their heart to it and, and they try. Uh, I mean, it's not rocket science. Everybody can learn it. Uh, a lot of my friends uh, are computer scientists. Uh, quite a few of them are not. So it's totally doable. Well, like for somebody like me who wants to learn like that, there are there are they like like free programs online? Oh, absolutely. Now more than ever before. So there are a lot of online free courses available. You can just go on YouTube and start watching videos to start with. Mm-hmm. But you know, as goes with everything else, the key to acquiring any new skill is persistence. So Tell me about the 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 AI, the AI stuff. Because when I read when I read was reading up on you, uh, you were well versed on on artificial intelligence. How's that going? Because that stuff is kind of it's kind of scary in a way. You know what <laughs> I mean? I mean because you know they the way they make it seem in the movies, you know the way they make it seem like you know they're gonna take over the world. Give me the lowdown on the AI stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, uh, see, movies are being made to you know really in invoke that emotion in people, whether, you know, to awe or, or be scary, but it's not quite like that in real life. Uh, in a lot of ways, AI has become very smart in recent few years. In some ways, it might still feel like very dumb, um, but AI, think about AI is like mathematical algorithm, mathematical equation, and it learns from the data that you provide. Mm-hmm. So if you provide good data, you might, your AI might be able to do a good job of what you want it to do. But it's always you who decides, who, who collects the data, trains the AI to do the job that you want it to do. So end of the day, we are the ones building the AI to achieve what we want to. Right, so but the AI doesn't evolve on its own though, right? It doesn't, it doesn't start thinking for itself at some point? So, Thinking for itself is, is a quite a big claim to make. I don't think anybody's claiming that or, or they will in the near future, but uh, there are types of AI which can learn on its own towards a particular task. Uh, think about it this way, you know, uh, if your kid is, if a kid is trying to just go from point A to point B, uh, it will learn by iteration. I mean, you, you walk two steps, you slip, then you stand up again. You walk three steps, you slip, you stand up and walk again. So there are flavors of AI which can learn by mistakes and get better towards achieving an end goal. Okay, I see what you're saying. So like, is so is AI integral in the programming that you guys do for the algorithm as well? Absolutely. We use quite a lot of AI in our software. That's, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny, like, when you say AI, it's like artificial intelligence, you just harken back to the, you know, what you see on TV about robots, you know, taking over the world, people <laughs> posting stuff, you know, computer systems are, you know, going to tell us no and destroy us all. But, I mean, in practicality there, you essentially are the ones who are programming these things to work Absolutely. in an efficient way to help the programs that you guys are creating to actually help the customer base who are in e-commerce, which I think is absolutely amazing. It's, it's, I 
am not, I've, I've been looking and trying to get into, uh, you know, e-commerce myself and try to get an online store, but it's so difficult because there's so many things out there and so much competition, but with, I believe with the program that you have and the, you know, what you're able to sell the customer, it can help actually, you know, help their marketing, help their business grow from the ground up to maybe a multi-million dollar business. I mean, it, it all varies on how much work as well that the customer wants to put into their business as well. Cause you know, you guys can supply it too, but the customer has to be willing to put in the work as well to get his business going where it needs to be. Absolutely. I'll, I'll say one thing, no matter how advanced the software uh, one business uses, end of the day, their customers have to like what they are selling. That's always the king, right? Uh, and everything else can support it, make experience better, uh, try to help them build better customer relationship with their customers, try to help them better understand what their customer wants, uh, when will they buy, how much will they buy, how much will they spend. But when they buy, they have to like what they have bought. So do you take all that into in, in, in calculation as well? So do you look at what their trends are like what, what their sales have been last year or last month, what their best-selling items are. Does that all get calculated? So a, all able of to, that. Okay. Absolutely. That, that's also there and quite a few more things as well. But I, that's awesome to me. That you're, you're, making, you're making life a bit easier for first-time business owners. Because a lot of these people who, who join Spotify, I mean Spotify, excuse me, Shopify, are first-time business owners. It's their first time owning something, and it's good to have a team. Essentially, that's what you guys are. You're a team behind their business that's helping them market their business and getting to that next level. So, is there anything Absolutely. that you is there anything that you do on your on your end on yourself? Are you in e-commerce yourself? Do you have your own store? Um, yeah, uh, I personally don't, but I've invested in a store, and I, you know our team owns a store as well. Okay, so I mean, you're you're in it from the the, the ground up. Then you're, you're getting your hands Absolutely. dirty with everything. You're doing behind the scenes stuff. You're up front. Uh, so, how does one like? What is the best option for people though when it comes to e-commerce? What do you believe is the next big thing when it comes to people owning online stores? I would say the most uh, you know the most important and the most interesting phase of e-commerce which we are entering into is use of AI in the marketing. And that's really, really, you know, it's predicted to make a huge difference, especially in e-commerce. More so in e-commerce, actually, in other industries also because, uh, see, the, the kind of data which e-commerce stores collect, you know, uh, their customers, where they are clicking, which pages they are viewing, how much time they are spending on the products, how much they have bought. So this, this is a very, very important data. So AI is, has started to make huge difference in e-commerce industry. Uh, especially in the SMB space, there is still a lot of adoption to take place. I mean, the big companies have been doing it from quite a few years and they have doubled down it big time. But the SMB space is still has a long road to go or it still has a long way to go and, so, and take advantage. So let me ask you a question. So for somebody who's not using Shopify and let's say they just have their own, their own page, their own website, is your program Will it work the same way that it works for that same person that is not with Shopify but has their own personal website? Uh, in the future, yes. But at present, we are only integrated with Shopify. 
but soon enough we will uh, expand it to other platforms as well well i kind of understand why you're going with shopify because it's one of the the fastest growing e-commerce businesses in the world uh it's pretty it's a pretty simple setup from what i understand when you when you want to yeah. set up a store on on shopify I mean, they, you know, it gets goals. I guess it goes based off percentage. You pay a small fee per month and a percentage off what you sell. Um, so, I, like I said, I'm not familiar with this stuff when it comes to, to Shopify, and I've looked into it. Um, and but you have to, you have to find, like you said, you have to find products that people want, and that's the key because you have. I, and one of the trends that I've seen online for the Shopify stores is some people have the same product, they'll just slap a different label on it. See, uh, end of the day, if people are willing to buy what you are selling, then you are in business. Uh, but uh, a lot of strategy that you see successful Shopify stores following is they try to come up with some level of uniqueness in their products. And this uniqueness you know, could come from anything. It, you, know, you could be selling coffee uh, based on what you have learned in your family, you know, you can grow your own coffee. People try, even a lot of homegrown stuff, homemade stuff is also uh, being sold on Shopify stores. So people try to bring some level of uniqueness, either from their ethnical background or from their family background or some local, you know, using local items, building on that. But that, that sells actually you know uh, you can connect to your customers tell them you know this is something you cannot get elsewhere it's very unique because it comes from our our history or our background or our experience now does your now with the program that you guys offer in the subscription based it's every month does your program too uh does it keep hold of what's trending what's like what's the next product that might you know might be the next thing to put on the page that might be a product that the customer might want to buy is does your your programming do something like that as well yes but it cannot tell you about what new product to bring bring in it can tell about your existing product it can tell you know uh, which product should be sold to which customer because they have a very high potential to buy this it can do a very good job of that actually uh, but it cannot go outside your store to tell you you should add this new product to your store okay so but it does it does keep track of what's what's trending within your own store absolutely okay so it, i mean that i mean that's brilliant to me it's just it's saving people time it really is it's saving people time and it's letting people know what because these people have to buy this stuff in bulk sometimes you know what i mean you, you know a lot of these people buy these things in bulk they'll buy a unit of this and a unit of that and if one unit is not selling the way you need to sell it. Guess what? They just lost out on 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 a tremendous amount of money that they invested in that product. Um, but I think with the program that you have, it can actually help people, actually save people money. People don't understand things are not free in this world. You have to pay for quality. You have to pay for quality, and I believe your program is quality people can pay for because it's going to help them long term to make their business more of a success online, especially those who are not versed in e-commerce, have no idea how that works. Like me, I'd be, I'd be, you know, with the blinders on, not knowing what I'm doing when I go, you know, when I go online for a store, I'd be like, why is this product not selling? Why is this product selling more? Your program would help me with that. Absolutely. And in fact, you know, it's not just about being first time e-commerce owners. Even if you have been an e-commerce owners, you have built several uh, stores still running uh, 
a store is running a business right and it's huge amount of work you have to manage you have to take care of the legals the accounts the inventory shipping pricing you have to manage 100 things so you will just not have enough time to do everything and it makes sense to you know take help from experts who can do part of your work for you better than you can do i i mean yeah absolutely absolutely if if you can pay somebody to make to alleviate some of the headaches that you would have when you're absolutely. running your business why not it's a it's an investment people don't understand you're not just paying somebody just to pay them it's an investment you're making in yourself and in the future of your business every company has that but how does that work when it's a multi-store business so you have somebody that owns let's say somebody owns 15 20 stores does that's your subscription base does that cover all the stores or is it a set amount of stores or you have different levels for this uh subscription that owners can uh use to be able to be able to manage those cuz you have some guys that own 10 15 20 stores online absolutely i mean uh, look at it this way different stores which are not connected in any way are actually two different businesses so they have to have you no know, separate accounts uh, on our software because they they are not really linked in any way other than the fact that there is same person using them okay so do you have like do you guys have people like that that own multiple stores yes oh okay one one of our customers owns three stores uh, so yeah that, wow. that that's that actually happens a lot now do they have separate logins that they have to go into or they can just go on the one heading just one login is fine but they can very easily switch between different stores in one in one click uh, and you know they are but they are still different stores well no i I understand the different stores but I like the fact that they can actually log in and actually see all their stores on you know on the site instead of having to go here 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 and here. Absolutely. I mean it's it's a good way to to or keep everything organized the way it should be organized. So do you have anything coming up for yourself? Do you have anything that you're working on um you know anything that you want to throw out there about you know any big projects that you're working on coming out? Um I mean right now shop again is the biggest project we are doing and you know the message is uh, yeah, what i see what i observe a lot and i when i speak to people in the community in e-commerce community i realize that uh, they are spending a lot of their marketing energy and budget on acquiring new customers and not nearly enough focus is spent on keeping those customers but uh, don't do that uh, use shop again or use whatever help you have at your disposal but keep your customers because that's going to build you sustainable business Yeah, it's a you you have to be in the business of building relationships. I think that's the biggest Absolutely. thing. If you're not in the business of building relationships, no business is going to last for you. I work in the financial sector, so I know this firsthand. You have to build on the relationships you have already. And I think a lot of business owners don't realize that. They don't, you know, sometimes you might want to throw a coupon out there to to your loyal customers. You might might want to give them a 10% discount. you know a, a code that they can you know, get a discount at the e-commerce store the store that you're selling and i think that keeps customers coming back because they know every once in a while hey he's going to throw me you know he's going to throw me a, a discount and he sells good products but i think it's that relationship building you have to stay on top of that because if not no business is going to be successful otherwise absolutely and and you know to add to your point 
that it's a consistent pattern last few years that the cost of acquiring customers via paid ads, you know, Facebook, Instagram, or Google, it's consistently growing. Uh, and that just means, you know, now you have to spend more money to get the same number of customers. So it just makes sense to try to make more money per customers when you have acquired. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if anybody has any questions for you, is do you have any socials that they can reach you at? Absolutely. I mean, they can tweet at, uh, at shop again, IO and, uh, someone, either me or my team will answer that. Okay. So Twitter, Twitter is the, the main source for you for social. Twitter is, yeah, Twitter is great. They can tweet us. Uh, our website is shopagain.io. That's our Twitter handle too. Okay. Shopagain.io. Perfect. Uh, so listen, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. This is very, very insightful. Now I'm, you know, less fearful of uh, artificial intelligence taking over the world um, and, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to get rid of everybody, trying to get rid of everyone. Um, I appreciate it, though. It's very insightful. Um, you know, it's 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 one thing for people to start a business and it's one thing to people to sustain a business. And I think what you guys are doing is you're helping people sustain the business. And I applaud that. Uh, it's, it's something that a lot of people don't, don't really do. You guys are offering a service that can really improve how customers, you know, handle uh, their everyday day to day and how they handle retaining customers, which is one of the most important things that you can do when you own a business. So I appreciate you coming on the show. You're more than welcome to come back anytime. Uh, I enjoyed the talk. It was very intriguing, very interesting. Um, and I hope to learn more moving forward. So I thank you for coming on the show. I hope you have a good night. You too, Francisco. Happy to be here. Thank All you. Right. All right. Take it easy, folks. Thanks for uh, tuning in. We'll talk to you next time.